supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Yo, welcome to another. Don, I thought we I thought we discussed this. I thought my yeah yeah my... no nah, no nah, I'm working on it, bro. I'm working. Oh, okay, on it. that should have started. <laughs> that should have started off with a with like some bells, like the ringing of the bells or something. Listen, Come on, bro. Listen, listen, man. I've been busy. Man. Now I, I, I understand. Look, I understand. You are the wise man of this podcast, so I understand. I get it. I get it. So welcome to the Art of the Finish Wrestling Podcast. Once again, I am your host Rels, joined again by Don, Don Heyman. <laughs> that's you that's you are the wise man and and once again joined by my brother from buffalo jay andre what's going on brother what's going on not much what's going on with you bro can't complain man same old same old just you know living the life of a wrestling fan like always i heard it i heard it so before we get into the topic of the night um what do you think about this week's dynamite rating they got a nine hundred ninety thousand. i mean it's not bad supposedly from what i read it was only really because of a lot of the media coverage co- um, covering the hurricane. Shout out to all the people in Florida too. Um, hope everybody's doing good down there. But supposedly that's the reason why they probably didn't get over a million. So what do you think about that? You know, I say they need to let my man Punk come back. That's the issue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about everybody, that. Everybody want to see if he's going to come back or not. I think that's what I think so too. But I don't know. I don't necessarily care for him back on TV, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dynamite is like the last, I say, at least like three or four months. It's been hit or miss with Dynamite. Sometimes mm-hmm. they have a good show, and other times they don't. And then sometimes their finishes be kind of like wacky. Um, and I think that's really would be hurt, especially with now WWE is like now elevating their product. It's like now you have another option where Dynamite was really the only show, uh, wrestling show to watch, unless you're like a diehard NWA and stuff like that. But I mean, um, with Raw and SmackDown elevating their stuff, it's like people tuning out. I agree, one hundred percent. So, I mean, yesterday's show wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Um, I, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that a lot of the wrestlers weren't there because of the hurricane. Because mm-hmm. Tony Khan gave them the option of um, staying home to deal with their um, situation. So, I mean, it, it caused people to have to step up yesterday, like. Um, like Willa Yuta. I like the Willa Yuta stuff with MJF. I don't particularly care for him talking, but like the action of, you know, him popping up behind MJF in the um the the box seats or whatever and you know attacking him makes for a good good beatdown. You know, it keeps the um Blackpool Combat Club strong. Right. Um at the same time, they it could be used for some other stuff. I mean, I get it, it's just to get MJF over. I, you know, it puts a credible challenge of us and MJF can wrestle. So next week he'll show a lot of people. He's actually a wrestler. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, um, other than that, I, I, I'm not too big of juice Robinson. Um, I really can care for that match with Moxley. Um, it was okay, but Dalton, what up, man? Um, KD, what up? I didn't care for it, but, um, the Jericho bandito match. I personally feel like bandito carried Jericho in that match. Um, 
that that suplex where he had Jericho off for like a minute and a half was damn impressive. Although it looked like he was going to drop him on his head a couple of times, but he still held him up there. Mm-hmm. Only thing I didn't like about that match was the fact that it seemed like Bandito hit Jericho with every finishing move he had, and Jericho kicked out of all of it. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, at what point does, you know, Jericho's like 100 right now. I respect it, <laughs> but, <laughs> and he still moves around great, but I don't know. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you see, do you, who do you see him dropping that belt to, Danielson or Garcia? Garcia. You think so? Yeah, I think they telling the story that Garcia going to turn on him and take that belt. Because the only reason Jericho got that belt is because um, they're looking for a TV deal. Yeah. Tony Khan felt like, you know, Jericho, well, Jericho was their inaugural champion and kind of helped Dynamite and AEW get off the ground. So trying to do the same thing with Ring of Honor. And I think uh, Garcia could tell that story with him turning on Jericho. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think, you think you think they get a Ring of Honor deal anytime soon? I don't know. That confusion. See, what set them back was that confusion that happened with Punk and the uh Yeah. hmm And if they even if they do get it soon, like where do you like what which station do you see it on? What time? What day? True. So what I mean, what day can you put it on it? You don't want to put it on a Tuesday night. You don't want to go against NXT. Right. You don't want to put it, I mm-hmm. guess the only no, I mean not saying that NXT, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. NXT is not all that good either. Nah, you are <laughs> it's not. It you really is not. Bro, I've been watching not. NXT lately, and it's getting so much better. Okay, the storylines are, story are even picking up. Hear what you say; it's getting so much better. It, it, there was a period of time when NXT wasn't that good. That's yeah, true. I agree. I agree. But um, see, I definitely agree. Here was the problem with NXT with NXT 2.0, and this is what I often say: is that if NXT 2.0 would have just started off like that, I think people wouldn't have really had a problem with it. But because you had NXT Black and Gold, and I don't care what your players say, that was not no developmental brand. Because you had the NXT yeah, you're Black, right, and, you're right. <laughs> Black and Gold. See, people comparing the NXT 2.0 to the Black and Gold brand, and you ain't gonna get no as good as that Black and Gold brand. But I think if NXT 2.0 would just started off just like that, I think people would be more accepting of it. My problem with NXT 2.0 was, for one, they push, they push. Braun, Braun Breaker out the gate too fast. Two, they did the whole stupid thing with him breaking, kicking down the NXT logo only for now for it to be rebirth, reborn again. So it kind of made no sense for him to do it. Um, and he's lost a lot of steam too, to be honest with you. He did. I don't think he was quite the same after he lost the Ziggler. Nah. So, I mean, the, the, hottest, the hottest wrestler in NXT is Carmelo Hayes. Hands down. Right. Hands right. down. There's yeah. that yeah, dude, that dude's that. a champion with no championship. Yeah. Like hands down. So I wouldn't mind seeing him somehow be the one to beat Braun and win the title. Because once Braun loses the belt, he's going to the main roster. You already know that's already. Yeah, good. definitely. Um, but yeah, that guy, that guy's a hot commodity. Like I, I really like Carmelo Hayes. And you know, and you know what the way wrestling is only a matter of time before a trick turns on him. You know, it always you know, unless unless you bring that act to the main roster together. Trick or turn on him in NXT beforehand, but yeah, and that'd be but, his fine sign off of NXT to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, KD says Ray is gonna. Yo, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Triple threat with Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Oh, <laughs> oh. but um, Don, see, you're the big uh WWE guy, so I'm gonna ask you. 
what did you think about Raw this week? Um, actually, um, I only put a parts of it. I didn't actually catch the whole thing. You you know I was doing shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything I saw, I enjoyed. Um, I actually was checking out um, uh, a, what you call it, a YouTube channel where they had on um a house show with mm-hmm. Ron versus the um the Bloodline, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. To see Solo and uh, Braun go at it, and mm-hmm. I, I think I'm ready for them to bring that to SmackDown. Indeed. I think that's going to be definitely a big thing. Um, but like, I'm tired of Edge on the comeback. Like, bro, you know what kills it for Edge for me? I'm be honest with you, it's a short haircut. Like, yeah, but now now him going at um at Finn and I quit match. Like, what is that going to do? Like. Are you gonna? He's not. not you know he's not losing that match. Yeah, and and you know he's not gonna. Um, he's not like you're going back to, you know, back over there. So to Judgment Day. So what what are you doing here? They should have never broke. It's judgment time to day. move on. So yeah, okay. I, I agree. All right. So matter of fact, you know what? Let's just get into the topic now because it is this will all tie into everything anyway. So the topic tonight is pretty much Triple H's impact on AEW and WWE. So now we're going to yeah. get into this whole thing, right? So I do feel like if Triple H was in charge at the time when Cody got hurt, I don't think he breaks up Judgment Day. Because mm-hmm. think about it. what It really made no sense to break him up two months after he made the group. You could have literally, and I, and this is why I honestly think he could have done if, if Triple H was in charge at the time. He just would have done the same thing he's doing now. He would have built up Finn Balor, and Finn Balor yeah. probably would have been going against Judgment Day. It would have made sense. Ultimately, I think it probably would have been a match at, at SummerSlam where he would have fought Edge and probably beat him. I, I think all the, the the movements Triple H is making now is to build the younger characters. And I think that's what he's been all wanting from the longest, is build mm-hmm. these young characters up. You know, the old characters are great, but you want these new characters. You want them with tighter titles and moving forward. You know, where... Um, Vince basically wanted the old characters to maintain the titles for as long as they possibly could. And, you know, that's what it'd be. So since he um, took over, you see everybody, you know, great wrestlers coming up. Um, you see a character, you know, a whole different um, storyline for each one of them, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, Triple H for the WWE is actually doing great. I agree. I agree. Because I know at one point, and I think you remember this, I, I told myself I wasn't going to watch Raw for a while. Once yeah, Austin because you were saying it. Because I was tight. Yo, you know I'm not. Yo, 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 Jay, hold up, hold up. Yo, let me sitting here telling me action for action as we are sitting here watching Raw together. He was like, yo, yo watch this happen. And was yo, I right or was I wrong? You were, you were right. I called everything. It was, was so predictable. Everything, and it was just like, yo, bro, you ruining raw for me right now. Nah, but but, but, <laughs> but this is the thing. The it became time, so predictable. Was, yo, yeah, and it was great. I like that's what I said, like to you, like yo, this is amazing how you doing it. What killed it for me? What killed? What, what almost killed me from watching raw was just them throwing um, Austin Theory into that Money in the Bank. Because yeah. I knew it was coming. Like, you, you knew it was going to happen. And then once he got in the match, I'm like, he's not going to lose. Right. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, he won. And I'm like, yo, they did the same shit with Brock. 
Yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah. like, come on, like you have all these characters, like yeah. you can't you can't make and it was blatantly obvious that Vince was just pushing this guy. Like you 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 seen it, like it was nothing you could do to stop it. Triple H, thankfully, Triple H stopped it. I mean, he still got the briefcase, and I feel like Triple H pro- I, I feel like he's gonna cash in eventually, but Triple H is gonna find a way to build theory up into something important first. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I think if Vince was still in charge, Theory probably would have already cashed in and won. But remember what I told you. What I I told you. I want. I would prefer if they they you know make it a a a match him and um Kevin Owens and make it for the briefcase. CK, you said Vince was way too predictable. Having watched WWE, I can honestly tell you now, CK, you can actually watch a WWE product now with Triple H in charge. Yeah, yeah. And that's a lot coming from me (laughs) to give a recommendation. (laughs) See yeah, everybody I mean, saying Johnny Gargano. I can see that too. Either Johnny Gargano or um or Kevin Owens. I think, I think he's gonna push Kevin Owens more uh-huh. right now. But um once again, we all we all gotta say we all want the same thing. Roman to lose one of those belts. Unfortunately, and I, I hate to say it because you know I'm 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 loving the bloodline right now. But mm-hmm. I have to agree when I say, yo, you know, end of the day, Roman has to lose one of those belts. So that you know, at the end of the day, this can go on further. You know, what I mean, he can't. They can't keep holding all these double titles. It's like, it, you know, when when is somebody else gonna get the belt? You know, so. What do you think? Jay? I, I want to see that. I think that uh, what killed it for me with the with Raw. Well, there's a lot of stuff to kill it with Raw, but the one main thing was the Judgment Day. What didn't make sense is that Edge pins Finn Balor on Sunday night, and they call Edge the weak, the weakling the very next night on Raw after he pins Finn Balor. Like, like, <laughs> My point exactly. Like, there's a lot of stuff that made no sense. Like, yeah. come on. Like, right. it really made no sense. You, you, you have, um, what's this guy? Uh, what was the announcer for SmackDown that he's taking a break? Oh, um, the dude with football. Yes. Um, oh, Pat, Mc... Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. Pat yeah. McAfee beats Austin Theory at WrestleMania, but yet Austin Theory carries the Money in Bank briefcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those great talented wrestlers in that Money in the Bank and Austin Theory won it. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because that's Vince's boy. And to <laughs> me, who to me, I would have had AJ Styles be the leader of the Judgment Day because he was already a heel. So you really could have kept mm. it didn't make sense to make Edge a heel going into Edge versus Styles. It just didn't make sense to make him a heel. I would have let AJ Styles be over um the judgment day because at the end of the day, getting AJ Styles knowledge when it comes to wrestling with those, that's just priceless. I mean Edge is too, but AJ Styles is like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But don't it's just forget they, when especially don't forget. when they wasn't doing it with him. Man, listen. Don't forget, um, you know, AJ's been a great heel. He's never. Great, yeah. He's what do you prefer, Don? Don, what do you prefer, AJ? Is a heel or a babyface? Actually, is a heel. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's Austin Theory's push was missing man's idea, and Triple H obviously disagrees. I wouldn't say he disagrees, but I think at this point, it's almost like Triple H is making Austin Theory pay his dues. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's putting on decent matches. And yeah. he's just not winning. But at the same time, how many money in the how many guys cashing their money in the bank briefcase with a losing streaks? 
It, it seemed like that always happened with WWE, though. Yeah, yeah. The dude lose like ten matches in a row, but then he cashes yeah. in and becomes world champion. Right. That's what happened with Dean Ambrose when he cashed in and um. That happened with Dolph Ziggler. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He got pinned the night before WrestleMania and then cashed in and won the title the next night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's just it's just a matter of, like I like what Triple H is doing with Kevin Owens. He's reestablished him as a main eventer uh, again. Thank God. I can't yeah. wait for this whole bloodline storyline to end with and I and I'll be honest with you, I've been calling this since like WrestleMania that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was gonna be the ones to take the titles off the Uso. This it's no yeah. other team to do it. It is there's no other team to do it. I, I don't care who unless you somehow bring in the young bucks, which I which won't happen no time soon. There is no other team that can do it. You know Seriously. what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking about Rose and Don? You know what I was thinking about? I love that storyline with the bloodline and Sami Zayn. But I would like even more if Sami Zayn was the one to go after Roman and dethrone Roman from that title. Yeah, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> because when you nah. when you when you when you're thinking Rock versus Roman, I just don't see where Sammy fits into that. Like, don't get me wrong, just like you feel like Sammy should do, I feel like Jay should be the one to dethrone Roman. Yeah. The storyline makes perfect sense. Especially since, I, I, I disagree with that. Especially but. since Jay gave Roman his first uh loss in the WWE. He sure did. <laughs> he sure did. But you, but but you know, historians won't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but I disagree. I, I I would actually prefer um Seth to actually do it again. One more round with Seth, or even um Kevin Owens. Actually, would you be you know down for mean? another? Would you be down for another Roman Braun match? Nah, I'm done. Nah, you done with that? I'm I'm totally done. With Who that. would you rather That's see? If you had to choose one, pick your poison. A Roman Braun feud, Braun feud or a Roman Brock feud? Braun. I definitely take Braun. Okay. Just because, right? Just because. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm like over certain, like certain stuff I'm just over. And Braun Strowman and Roman, I'm over. Brock, definitely I'm over. Like, bro, how many more times you got to do it? Like, come on. I mean, I, I'd rather have the Braun, Braun feud. You know what I mean? But like I said, I'm, after watching Solo and, and Brian, it's like, yo, them two would, would definitely lay out a great feud. I can definitely. see that match. Do you see, do you, when the blood, when Roman loses, do you see the bloodline breaking up? Um, I hope not. I actually hope not. Um, I actually want to see them still, you know, keep going with it. You know, lose the family, though, of course. You know, I didn't want Sammy in there anyway. But um, that storyline is brilliant. I'm not even going to lie, though. Like the storyline for what it is, him being an honorary ooze and him really feeling like he's part of the family. Right. You. We all know how this is going to turn out, though. This is you, turn out, never, you. You never really was in. No, Come on. Bro, you know. You know how this is going to turn out. This is going to turn out with with Sammy over here. Well, maybe maybe in the Vince McMahon era. I don't know about the Triple H era, but the Vince McMahon era would have had Sammy over here in the bloodline talk about how they just using him. Yeah, and that would have been yeah. a catalyst for him to either turn on them or try to turn on them and get jumped. Triple H mind frame could be Sami Zayn could just be tearing the bloodline up from the inside out. You never know what Triple yeah. H is thinking. So Triple yeah. H has a different mind frame for the business. So you never know. That Sami Zayn storyline remind me of the Eugene one with Evolution. Oh, <laughs> oh, for that one little bit of time where he felt like he belonged. Yeah. 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 He had one little match with Triple H and Triple H beat his ass. I remember. <laughs> I remember. But let me ask you a question. I'd ask you, Jay Andre. What do you think um Triple H impact has done to Tony Khan? 
I think it's exposed Tony Khan. Because I think Tony Khan comes off as a obsessive OCD type of guy, and he cares about what people think. And I think it exposed him because what he got last year was to come back WWE, and he was excited. But now you don't have that same toy in CM Punk. You know, um, so I think it has exposed him, and it has um, shown that you bring these people in just for a big pop, and then what are you doing with them? So now they have another place to go back to, you know, where the working conditions is better, storylines is better. Um, so I think it has definitely put him on the exposure. Don't get me wrong. I like Tony Khan. I think Tony Khan was a, a breath of fresh air when he first started AEW. But I oh, definitely absolutely. think um, this has exposed him. Um, and I think that's why you kind of get in the finishes you get. He going back to uh, Moxley, making Jericho the ROH champion and all that other stuff. I think it has exposed him. Hold up, KD says Sami Zayn is going to cause the bloodline and loss at Survivor Series, which will open the door for bloodline to keep Sami. That makes sense too. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. definitely agree. So you say about Royal Rumble? Hey, hey, if if WWE is smart, which which Triple H is in charge, and I think so, you can literally stretch this all the way to WrestleMania and have the Usos fight Owens and Sami Zayn. But the yeah. question is, well, then once again, it's the same thing that Don said. You're still holding up two sets of tag team titles though, all the way into WrestleMania. Mm. So it's like yeah. it's like how you know what is these other tag teams fighting for if there's only one set of tag team titles? Basically, you so know what I'm saying? I, and I and I honestly like when you look at the tag team spectrum right now in WWE, you have a a lot of amazing teams. Absolutely, yeah, you have a lot of. And Imperial is actually one of the teams I've been watching, and I'm just like, okay, I didn't like y'all in NXT. They had but to I'm grow on me. They had to grow on me. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of them in NXT, but seeing them now, it's almost like I don't know. Maybe if it's I don't know if it's seeing them now or if it's just more that I'm happy that tag team wrestling is back in WWE. Yeah. But seeing them fight the brawling brutes or seeing them fight New Day, just seeing tag team wrestling look like it cares again, is is mm. is good enough for me. So they should unify the tag division. That's what it's pretty much what they're doing now. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> it was one set of belts. Yeah. Yeah, Usos yeah. versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, it does if you can stretch it out. This is what I'm saying. Like with with when Vince McMahon was in charge, I didn't really have faith that they could stretch it all the way into WrestleMania. But this bloodline, this bloodline thing is so hot right now, and they're selling it. And I'm bet you they're selling a ton of merch right now. So oh, you, you don't, you it. do not want to, you, you don't want to drop the ball on that. That's true. You know it. Let me I ask you a question, bought, bro. I just bought three um bloodline shirts. Let me ask so you a question because you go to the raw show. You going to the raw show right in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. I Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you do a little interaction between DX and the Bloodline? Um, not really. Not really. You keep them separate? Yeah, I, I would. I'm not. I'm, well, I never was a big fan of DX. No, but this is what I'm saying. Like because so, DX is what they are to wrestling. Do you think, you know, Roman comes out with the Bloodline and they like push DX to the side? I mean, because the only bad thing about that is it's not going to amount to a match. Right. Like, who's fighting? Yeah. Triple H can't fight no more. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I Shawn don't Michaels see is Shawn done. Michaels. Never thought I'd ever say this, but I don't want to see Shawn Michaels in a ring ever again. Um, no, nah, I don't. I mean, honestly, like, you know, with Shawn, is a little different. You know what I mean? He's literally done because his back is, like, done. Shawn um, is done when he has no more hair. That's not the Shawn Michaels <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the sexy boy no more. <laughs> no, bro, bro it, like that match with him and, and Triple H versus the Brothers of Destruction was like, it was almost like watching 
You know it how was when they that say, was painful. Yo, that exactly. was painful. You know when they say like you don't want to be a parody of yourself? That yeah. match, yo, how yo, everything that could go wrong in that match went wrong. Triple H tore his yeah. pet, Kane's yep. mask came off in the <laughs> middle of the match. Like <laughs> Undertaker looked like he was really done done. Shawn Michaels had no hair, he was bald. Like, yeah, yo, it was yeah. just like, yo, what do you guys do? It almost looked like you could put those guys in an auditorium and just let them wrestle, and it would have just been depressing just to see but them. See, once again, this is under Vince, where you saw, like, yo, he just wanted to push. I'm still pushing the y'all guys as much as possible because I feel like that's going to bring ratings. And that just wasn't what it was. You know what I'm saying? You were losing fans mm-hmm. because they, they wanted to see new blood. I want to see new blood. I'm tired of the same old wrestlers. Like you said, it became predictable, and it was just, I'm tired. I want to see something new. So, you know what I mean? I, you know, excellent work, you know, is being done right now. You know what I mean? mean Triple H does great work. Now, what I am tired of, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of, is, um, Rid- is what, what is his name? Riddle? Oh. And Seth. I mean, like, how many more times Seth going to beat his ass? And I think, <laughs> and I think that's the problem. The problem is what you're seeing is that every week it seems like Seth gets the upper hand. So it's like it's not like one week Seth gets the upper hand and the next week Riddle. It seems like it always ends with Seth doing something that Riddle just can't come back from. And that curb stop is just phenomenal. He's catching yeah, curb stops left and right. Except when he tried it on Lashley. Oh yeah, that was that, that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. He was like, "Not nah, chill, son. That's not gonna work here. You ain't you ain't work. doing me like that." <laughs> oh hey, vet. Yo, and one thing I would say about wrestling. One thing, and I and I honestly think that Vince did a good job with this one wrestler, and Triple H is still continuing, and that's Lashley. Because yeah. let's be clear, two three yeah. years ago, Lashley was a jobber. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And then he got yeah. with MVP, and it's just like everything changed. But what I like about it is the fact that even though he's not with MVP no more, he's still dominant. Because mm-hmm. it real it's real easy to have, it was real easy to have him off MVP's you know team or whatever the case may be. And then you can just go right back to losing again. But they kept them yeah. dominant. And this is the, this is what Lashley should have been from the jump. Yeah. But they should have never broke the hurt business up either. Not at all. Not that at was all. a. Yeah. That, I really hope. I, agree with that I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Triple H bringing them back to feel with the bloodline, just to give them something to do. Something mm-hmm. to do. But I don't know. I just feel like that that was a that that team was just 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 mem- dismembered too soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hurt, yeah, the hurt business should have never broke up. I agree with that. Not at all. Definitely. The hurt business they, was they, about the closest. The hurt they business was about to, yeah, yeah, they was about to really blow up, get that they really and yep. blow, and Vince pulled it too soon. Yup, absolutely. And, and you know why he pulled it, right? Pulled it all for the sake of keeping Lashley a hill. Listen, and the Drew McIntyre feud. That's where he messed up at. Yeah. Because remember, at one point, the hurt business were actually faces. And then Drew McIntyre ended up becoming, and they had the WrestleMania match, and all of a sudden it was like we had to break them up. It made no sense though at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, as far as with Triple H, I feel like with Tony Khan, I feel like I feel like Tony Khan hit the panic button and just didn't know how to come back from it. Like, because even when Triple H took to charge, he was like, um, you know, I hope I could do business with them. And then Triple H, instead of like doing business with them, was just trying to get all his talent back that Vince fired <laughs> and that's another thing too like that's another thing I wanted to bring up too you I still agree with what KD just said they need to they add need, um, to that version of yeah well yeah. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. But then trip but then Vince Man didn't know what to do with Keith Lee either. Turn him into a big yeah. cat. Like, why? You you made this, you gave this dude, you gave this dude a whole outfit with stripes and had him come out and growl. <laughs> why? Like <laughs> You see what Keith Lee does in AEW is let him be who he is. It doesn't make yeah. no sense. But like, with, as far as the Tony Khan thing goes, it's like I feel like Tony Khan has a core bunch of wrestlers. You can bring, bring establish first of all, Tony Khan needs management leadership with him. He needs somebody that's going to sit him down and be like, "Yo, look, this is how we need to group things. This is your heavyweight division. This is your TNT division. This is your tag division. This is your women's division." First of all, you got to figure out how to put women on TV more than one segment. Hopefully, yesterday was a good start because they had about 25 minutes of TV time, which is a good thing. Um, he, he needs to establish who his core main eventers are. If Even if that means it's an Omega, Danielson, um, I don't know who else would you put in that main event, uh, Jericho, Moxley, but you need to establish that. Sort of like how Triple H knows who his main eventers are. And mm. you need to build that up. TNT. You have Warlow. Warlow comes on TV and teams up with Samoa Joe, but he's not putting his title on the line. Build like builds you. You have a bunch of monster challenges for Warlow. You got Luchasaurus. You got Powerhouse Hobbs. You got Ricky Starks. You got all these guys, and it's like, but it's really no. It's no direction. You can see that it's no direction. Tony Khan for too long went around with no direction, and it was okay because us as wrestling fans, like Jay Andre said, was something different. Yeah. But now with Triple H in charge. Yeah, but now that Triple H is in charge and you're starting to see the structure change, now you kind of – and I'm a big AEW fan. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, even yeah, now, definitely. I start to see <laughs> where he's lacking. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, come on, you you don't – yo, I'll be honest with you. When Triple H took charge, I was telling a friend of mine, I'm like, yo, I don't see AEW around in two years. Like, and that was because of all the stuff that was going on with the whole I mean, situation. But I then, disagree. I disagree. I mean, I I, I think AEW is going to be around for a while. Um, the reason why AEW still has um, its own lane, you know, what I mean, where even you know, even with with it going through problems, it still has its own lane and and it's built its own fan. Bro, you want to know something? I watching last night, and I think Jandra, you watched it yesterday. No, I didn't watch it yesterday. Okay, so if you watched it yesterday, right? They started off like how WWE starts off. It literally started off with a whole like a, a segment or a talking segment that led into a match. Mm. But but then again, you have Jericho starting it off. So with guys like Jericho, with guys like Mosley, with guys like even guys like Regal, you need to listen to these guys. These guys have been there. They know what it takes right. to put yeah. a show together. Jericho's a great storyteller. This ROH thing is, is is a storytelling in itself. Do I care for it on AEW TV? Not really. But they don't have a TV show, so you got to do the best with. At the end of the day. You having your ROH title be the focus of the show is taken away from your TNT champions or your tag team champions. You have Jericho well, at the start of look, you had Jericho at the start of the show and at the end of the show, but then you had the acclaim in a talking segment backstage. That you don't know if that was live or even taped. Then you have But that's one of the things you even said that you you, you disagreed with was their long show. You know, you go there at five o'clock, you in there, yeah, I do their pay per views are like their pay per views are like the old WrestleManias, yo. It starts at like seven. It's not over to like twelve thirty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so a lot of people, you, you know, I've I've heard this numerous times, not just from you, but people leaving the shows because they're like, "Yo, damn, I'm done." Like, Tony bro, Trump how much like longer? Team matches on a pay per view every pay per view. Like, you I get it. I get it. If it makes sense, I get it. Right? 
if it if it makes sense because you have pay-per-views every three months so i get that but when you have a few that starts like a week before the pay-per-view starts and there's really no build to it except for a backstage talking segment then yeah now i'm like okay this doesn't make any sense don't get me wrong aw puts on great matches though their pay-per-views are always good but yeah. when there's no but wwe has conditioned me to understand that there needs to be a storyline behind it this bloodline storyline is like top notch i don't know if it would have stayed this way with vince in charge i don't know it if because i feel like by this time it'll already kick sammy out right so yeah. i don't and i don't even he, think solo would be called up so it, you know yeah he rushes it vince was rushing a lot of things let me rush it rush, push yeah. push but triple, triple h, h is taking his time and he's and taking his time he's listening to the writers like, he's hearing we, them out we're gonna t- we, okay so we're gonna take a quick break because we already have 30 minute more when we come yeah, back bro, I, break, I, I didn't even want to take a break these doing we talking <laughs> so some real shit but no nah, no nah, because you know because we're gonna talk about all the improvements that triple h did when we come back and we're gonna talk about all the things tony khan needs to approve so we're gonna take a quick break if you're looking to start a podcast on the evening rush network and you don't know how to this is how you do it looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start the evening rush network can help you with that Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Still waiting for my still waiting for my bell ringing, but we ain't get it yet. So no, nah, no, nah, we got it, we got it. It's coming next week for sure, for sure. All right. All right. So all right, so let's just take a let's just take a, a quick step and look at all the good stuff Triple H did since he's come back, and you guys could jump in and throw in y'all things too. First thing Triple H did when he came back, he gave storylines. Second thing he did, well, I'm gonna be honest with you, the most important thing Triple H did since coming back was making those secondary titles seem important again. Yeah, yeah, because with with Mr. Man did in about 15 years. Triple H erased all of that in two segments. <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously, right? Like he literally made you understand how important the U.S. title was. He made you understand how important the um, Intercontinental title was. Yes. He got him on two big guys who can carry the titles. Lashley look. Lashley is believe it. Lashley is their world champion on Raw right now, whether That's you want to admit it or not. Like he so the so you being Lashley for the U.S. title right now would be a big deal. He. He made he made us forget that Walter's name is Gunther because he's just yeah. so dominant now. Like, like you know, he erased all of that. I'm okay with that. He brought Imperium back together. I'm okay with all mm-hmm. of that. He got this yeah. whole thing with this whole white rabbit possibly being Bray Wyatt, all this stuff that you know, all of this extra playing this different music in house shows and you know, having these little QR codes on the show that makes you feel like, oh, what is this gonna be? Like he's listening to his wrestlers like now all of a sudden now he's engaged these guys now have paid holidays now like my thing is like where was all of this when Vince was in charge right. like what right. what changed like what I understand because at the end of the day let's just be clear it's still Vince's company no matter what you say but what changed that Vince is just like you know what I'm well gonna let uh, you hold on it, it's a McMahon company okay no per se a vince's company anymore it's a mcmahon let's be honest it's always going to be mcmahon's company it's always going to be it's a a mcmahon company and i think stephanie is definitely by letting him do what he do and she's just handling the back scene i think she's doing much better than any and you know any other gm would be doing 
You know what I mean? I mean, CEO would be yeah. doing right now. I mean, they're doing a great job on the front of just, you know, but the tag team division still has a little bit more work to do. But once again, that's just pretty much that. That could also just be because all the tag team belts all belong to the Usos. So not nah, bro, but like I told, if you really look at their tag team situation, is getting phenomenal. Yeah, he's building them up exactly. Like that's you actually want to see um, the Viking Raiders. You want to see um, well, he well the first thing he did was take away that new and improved Viking Raiders shit off. Thank God, <laughs> the more the new vicious. No, no, no. No, but and you know eventually it's gonna come a point in time where he's gonna put Gargano and Champa back together, and when they do, that's gonna be magic too. So Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. think about it: a tag team division with Owens and Zayn, DIY yeah. together, like Imperium, the Brawling Brutes, like it's like the tag team division has no limits in the next year or so. Yeah. So, and then yeah. let's just see. He also Triple H has a lot to play with. Let's see how he does the Royal Rumble this year. Like, and don't forget. Don't forget Dawkins and and Ford. Like, they, I, but I feel like I feel like I don't know why, but I just I don't feel I don't feel the energy in the street profits no more. I don't know don't. if it's because all yeah, because I don't know if it's because all the title all the times they lost to the Usos when the titles on the line. But I just feel like they just there just to be there now. Like like I feel like they're there just like um just like um Gable and and Otis is there. Yeah. Well, you know what I that I can say I feel that way about the New Day now. I agree. The, the New Day is seriously lacking without Biggie. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, it, they're just a jobber tag team at this point that at any given yeah. point can get a push and end up fighting the Usos for the belts again. You never know. It's just yeah, but do you want to see that again? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, the titles have been back and forth with them two forever. Exactly. I want to see new blood. I want to see new blood get get belts and once again, it you know keep the SmackDown titles with the Usos. Put the raw titles back where they belong. Yeah, and the, and the hardest part is like, how do you get these belts off though? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get the belts off? See, okay, the Usos can lose the belts. It's okay. It just furthers the storyline because now it's like almost Roman's like, do you guys even belong here now? So it works. Everything centers around Roman. Once Roman loses the belts, then the bloodline is pretty much dead in the water. So it's almost like because once he loses the belts, the storyline is like, you're not the tribal chief anymore. We don't have to listen to you. So, you know, the biggest storyline would be the Usos keeping the belts and Roman losing the belts. Because then it's like, who has to listen to who now? But see, one, that's why I said one belt, I could see Roman losing. Both belts? I don't think so. Yeah, but then the, the problem with that is Roman would have to lose. And yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, and after not losing in two years, it's like... Do you remember yeah. the last person Roman lost to, just in general? Baron Corbin. Yeah. No, just in general. Mm. King Woods by disqualification. Oh Damn. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Damn. The last yeah, person I can't even thought about that. The last person to pin him was Corbin. Yeah, but that was 2019. Think about that. How long has us wrestling fans ever seen a wrestler not lose that long? Like Goldberg like, didn't count. Is, but this is amazing, bro. This is something that I, I'm happy to see. I get I'm it. honestly. Because you know what? It brings us back to that Hulk Hogan era. Hogan it held it for five years. Bruno it, San Martino held it for 11 years. It evokes the, the emotion as wrestling fans, too. Because let's be clear. You know, my mom's a huge wrestling fan, right? She loves yeah. Well, she loved Roman Reigns, keyword past tense. And you know why? Because as a wrestling fan, she's tired of him cheating to win every match. 
and, and, and it's crazy because it's like it does get annoying because it's like yo you know like as a as a baby face you know is, you're not fighting what, him by yourself but yet you still do it did, bro <laughs> This is what Flair did. Yeah, but, but, yo, but bro, you're right. But right. But for every Flair title win, there was a Sting who beat him. There was a Luger who beat him. True. But he would get the belt right. The dude's a 16 time world back. champion. Yeah. Well, yeah. 21 time world champion, but we ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, so you can say, like, it's, it's, you can't even compare the two because, for, like you say, Roman hasn't been pinned. So he hasn't lost the belts. But for every flare lost, you know, they built a new star. There was a Sting that became, there was a Luger that became, there was a Wyndham that became. These guys were made as stars. It's almost like once you lose the Roman, it's like you kind of go back down the totem poles. Where do you go from there? Like I lose the Roman, so now I'm gonna go challenge Gunther. That's not any better. <laughs> be yeah. with you. Right. I, I, lost- I honestly I want to see Gunther Shameless some more. Oh, well, they, not, well, they're fighting. I mean? um, they're fighting it. I think in two weeks on TV. But it's yeah, yeah, but it's, it, yeah. you want more. I don't. I don't want to like. You see the distance from the two fights. Yeah, I've not seen saying. enough of them on SmackDown. I, I want to see more of them too. But you know what's crazy in the Triple H era, they they make sense, and I'm gonna tell you why. Which when when Vince was in charge, you would have Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes. It would be Gunther versus Sheamus. Then it would be Gunther and she- Gunther and and Bartel versus you know any other members. But it would flip flop, and it would get mm. annoying because you're seeing the same matches every week. Triple yeah. H let it breathe a little bit. For example. You had the brawling brutes fight the usos but the brawling brutes lost why because imperium interfered mm. but it still keeps the storyline going because now it's like yo we're not worried about the usos now we got to go finish this business before we gonna handle the next thing so yeah. it, it it gives it a chance to breathe like in the process in the process you let them actually get a title shot which they put a great match on that match was fucking phenomenal yeah but it definitely. ended because imperium interfered why because they didn't want them to win the belts so now you can flip it where imperium gets a title shot and the brutes do the same thing and then, then you have to all like that can be a war games match in itself yeah <laughs> definitely definitely and yeah, i do i think war games is going to be phenomenal for survival yeah series. i think, think so too. that is going to be phenomenal you know what i I'm think it's going to be the best pay-per-view up and down mm, yeah 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 i have mm-hmm. to agree mm-hmm. Do you put I my my thing is if the bloodline is in the Survivor Series match, do you put Roman in it or do you just have it with like the Uso, Zayn, and Solo? Mm. Because Uso's let's just be clear, it. if Roman if Roman's in it, they're not losing. But if Roman's not in it, then there's a chance they could lose. Well, I mean, it could go either way. It depends on who the, who they're going against. Roman's not losing. This is the part. <laughs> Unless he, unless it's something where he gets counted out, but understand him, him losing in the war game wouldn't count on the record of him losing his belt, but it, it would actually set up whoever you have for that championship run, which would make a, a you know a great storyline in itself. Yeah, but it don't matter if you if you know the end game is not Roman especially, losing, especially <laughs> if it's Cody. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even want to see Cody. I don't care for Cody. Like, like there was a part of me that I hated his guts when he left AEW. All the shit that happened between now and then, I understand why he left. So I get it. But then yeah. I feel like the injury was just bad timing because we all know he's gonna come back in the Rumble and win, and he's gonna yep. end up winning the title that way. And it's like it's too predictable. Mm. Like, but you know, it, it, if Cody beats Roman, I'm okay with it because I'm just tired of seeing Roman with the belts. Like, yeah. wow. To, 
to me, if they did Roman and Rock, they don't even need to be for the titles. I mean, that's a big enough match. We don't yeah, even need don't. To be but you, you, you need to put the title, even though, because you want Roman to win with the title situation. But once, but, once but, again, my point is this. Roman's going to beat The Rock so he didn't lose to Cody. So Cody's better than The Rock? How? No, nah, it's not that. It's not that. It's, with that situation, and you already know it's for that tribal chief title. You want, you want The Rock to now acknowledge. So you get the belts off of Roman before then. Right, and that's why yeah. they don't need to be for the title. You could do Cody and Seth at the uh, at Mania. Yeah, but how do you get the belts off of Roman? That's the problem. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Oh. That's the big problem. How do you get the belts off of Roman? Unless you do a Royal Rumble. Well, I was yeah. thinking that. I was thinking that. It makes sense. Unless he's so bad, he's the head of the table. He's better than everybody. You put him in a Royal Rumble, he gets eliminated. Yeah. But then he would have to get eliminated by The Rock. Like, like, realistically <laughs> speaking, you have to get eliminated by The Rock for then The Rock to, for Roman to then eliminate him. That sets their WrestleMania matchup, and yeah. then you have somebody win the Rumble. Seth, I prefer Seth to win and have Cody beat him at WrestleMania. It would make sense, but why? Then, why? Why? But see, we already seen that. This is why. Yeah, but we haven't seen it for the belt. Yeah. But then my question is this: If the rumor of Big E coming back at the Rumble, which a phenomenal miracle if he does considering what happened yeah, how, does he get, nice how does he get eliminated because he would because this you now you risk the chance of him being a daniel bryan sentimental yeah. favorite and yeah, now yeah. He, you see what i'm saying like you can't have him get eliminated and then have somebody like say it'll only work well it could work because if seth is still a hill it will work because the fans are going to boost seth anyway but but you still remember you know you got the fiend everybody's waiting for the fiend to come back so that's a whole nother situation yeah, so what do you do see, this that, is though? why this is why you see how you you that's what I'm that's what I'm saying with everything going on with Triple H right now as far as running he has so many options. See Bray Wyatt. See, I, yeah. I, I hope he stayed away. I could care less if he come back. The eater of oh. pins. That's what I call him because he just. I mean, nah, he was he was boss. he was phenomenal as the fiend. I think um, that storyline was great. The only thing I, I did, like the whole burning of the fiend. I thought that was trash. Um, like the Bliss situation, or neither. No, yeah, the, bro, that was the, the first whole match Alexa Bliss situation. I think that was trash. But that that whole match at WrestleMania took the steam out the whole crowd when he lost that match, and that was the first match on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like, uh, come on, like yeah. Vince booking was horrible back. If you really think yeah. about how bad booking, yeah. Orman Goldberg beat him for the Universal Title. Which Goldberg then said, yo, it wasn't his idea. That's a lie. That's a lie. That That's a lie. He's like, he, yo, it, what, I'm not the one who says that. I sh-. You just literally said, yo, it doesn't look good for your image if you lose to The Fiend. Wow. Like, you killed that character with that. Like, this dude was unstoppable, and then you beat him in Saudi. You, I can understand, and I can sit here and say Saudi shows don't mean anything. But it means something when you got to come nah. back across, though. But you, it does Definitely mean something not. when you got to come back across and you the champ and he's not no more. You That's can't explain true. that. Yeah. If yeah. he the bloody matches be dope, though. Nah, don't they do. But that blood money matches, don't you? Matches be great. You're right. But, like, for example, <laughs> yeah. what is this? What is what does Logan Paul have to do with wrong? Like, it makes no sense. Oh, yeah. That, that to me was a waste of, like, yeah. They just like needed we, to throw Roman in something where he wouldn't lose, and you know he's not gonna lose. Oh yeah, obviously we know that. Court. We know that. But then, so but then there's gonna be a, a, a point in time where 
you're going to really truly believe Logan has a chance of winning because you know they got to make it look believable at some point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What do you what, what does Tony Khan do in these situations now? Like like Jay-Andre, let me ask you a question. What do you think Tony Khan does to make that show better? Dynamite? Yeah. Well, AEW in general cuz Rampage is Rampage is, Rampage hurts at the fact that it's a tape show. That's true. And it's on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. So what I would what I would do with Rampage is like they've kind of been doing, kind of putting the ROH titles on Rampage. Because to me, one thing about AEW, they got way too many titles. I mean, they got the trios titles. They got the tag titles. They got ROH titles. I mean, like they just got way too many titles. So I would take that ROH titles and put it on Rampage. So that way, like you said, Rails, that they're not putting their title secondary because there's no reason that that claim should have been in a, a backstage segment and you got Jericho with the ROH title opening and closing the show that just that just doesn't make sense and I think he needs to have um to me he needs to slow stuff down because Excalibur be running through stuff like it just seemed like they don't let stuff breathe then you need to have these plan plan for the women because y'all don't have, like you said they don't they don't have to plan for the women and then they need to have um it seems like they've been playing hot potato with their titles for the last few months, you know. Um, and I know that's not his fault. That's because Punk, you know, just been injured. Punk killed that division. Yeah. Sadly, his injuries killed that division. Because when you're the world champion and you get hurt, you have to relinquish a title. They feel like you're going to come back in a certain time. So you put the belt on Moxley. And then you have Moxley destroy him on a mm-hmm. on a dynamite mat or dynamite taping. And yep. so then have him lose the belt two weeks later. But then you're right. a champion to get hurt all over again for the belt to be right back on Moxley. Like, yeah, like, it makes no sense. It right. makes no sense. But then, once again, this is Punk that can't stay healthy. Yeah. So, you can't – it's really not – it's not Moxley's fault. Moxley's been – Moxley's been wrestler of the year, in my opinion. But why, yeah. why do you think – why do you think Punk can't stay injured? Like, you don't understand that he's planning on – trying to put on more of a better show. Bro, the well, first injury Punk got – the first was injury Punk got was jumping into the crowd. Yeah, he broke his foot jumping into the crowd. Yeah, that's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the second injury he tore his pec doing like a plancha through the rope. Yeah, like you're forty yeah. something. What are you doing? You you just got back in the ring. Why are you flying around for for what? That's true. And then you want you want that that OMG man. And then oh, AEW. This is awesome. That's Bro, you're in you Chicago. This is awesome. you, you got the OMG. You're in Chicago. That's all you yeah. need. What you just say, Jay Andre? And then AW had something that before WWE started doing it, they was building stars. They had their stars that they was building, but now the stars that they're building, it seems like people just don't care about. Adam Hangman Page, when he was world champion, dry. Warlow, when he's TNT champion, dry, nothing. And it seemed like, okay, so when they build these stars, is it that people don't care about them, or did you just push them ex WWE guys so much that you know they kind of lost interest? In well, them? the the Warlow stuff was more so the MJF kind of messed that whole Warlow thing up. Because even though because they you built that feud up for months for that match to be as bad as it was, but yeah. then it, but then the blame goes on Tony Khan because he didn't do nothing after that. Like mm-hmm. the next night, you put him in a in an angle where he's getting sued. Like I would have just had him come out and just destroy somebody. And then a couple of weeks ago, he came out like, oh, I hear the talking about how I fell off. Okay, and then you fell off again. Yeah. So it's like, you see what I'm saying? So it's like you're not making it any better. Then you got FTR, who's been number one contenders for like eight months, 
with three <laughs> different sets of tag team titles who still ain't get their title shot yet. Yeah. See, and isn't that why they left they left WWE? Because they weren't. Yeah, but see, the difference is you're actually walking around with sets of tag team belts. They got like eight tag team belts. The WWE was just making them shave hair off their back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vince was doing them dirty. Yeah, like so, you, so you can see the difference. Do I think they'd be different now if they if they showed up on WWE tomorrow? I think Triple H will make them tag team champs next week, just oh, because, yeah. just yeah. because. But who? But then the, the bloodline storyline is so strong. Do you really want to risk? That's this is the problem with holding up all of the belts. There yeah. is no second set of belts to go after. You have to go through the bloodline. Now you got to go through. The, you got to go through the Usos, and you got to go through Solo, and Sami Zayn, and Roman Reigns, like. And this is this is my topic from earlier. Baby faces know what they're going up against, yet they don't have reinforcements to help them. It makes no sense. Right. But yet the Rock is gonna lose and Cody's gonna beat Roman all by himself. And it's not gonna make not a damn bit of sense, but it's gonna make sense to everybody because because Cody's a champion again. Well, and to that's if they go with that storyline. And you gotta say that it's if because we don't know exactly what's in Triple H's mind right now and how he wants to go with that segment. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I love for Cody not to win the belts, only because <laughs> you left W, you left AEW just to think you was gonna be champ. Who Vince promised you, and now you back at Triple H. No. <laughs> but let's be clear: when Cody was in AEW, he was almost like Triple H anyway. So was. Yeah. I, I was waiting you for him to hit wanna be Triple H. Uh, exactly. So you don't think Triple H sees that and be like, "Oh, this guy wants to be me. I'm gonna make this guy my champ." Yeah. Back. But that's what I'm saying. So it just all depends on it depends on part. Triple H has totally changed the landscape of what wrestling is. Imagine how bad WWE probably would be right now if Vince was still in charge. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of things I think would have. I don't think Bray comes back. I don't think Sasha and Naomi come back. Um, I don't even think they would have women's tag team champions right now. I just think the yeah, we would be still yeah, yeah. I was just about talking about a tournament that was like four months ago that never started yet. Do you do you think that was a quick title change that that shouldn't have happened? Um, yes, it made sense, but it didn't make sense. For example, like having Aaliyah and and um and what's her name Raquel Raquel win the tag team titles, it was a shock factor, and I guess they didn't want to put the belts on them because they were going to be at that pay per view, so they mm-hmm. waited till they came back and put the belts on them. Now you see they're starting to establish a women's tag. Like, she don't have Aaliyah no more, but now she got Shotzi now. You know, Shotzi's coming back with the tank. All of a sudden, she's a, a good guy again. So it makes sense. Like, Triple H is doing a lot of stuff that Vince McMahon messed up on. Triple H is fixing it. That's true. He brought, he brought Candace back this week on Raw. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah. So, you know, um, you got Dakota with uh, with uh, Bailey, and they got their group going on. So it's like, eventually, you know, Sasha and Naomi's coming back eventually. It's only a matter of time. So you got Bray coming back. You got Braun back looking better than ever. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So it's like, it's just a matter of how Triple H fits these pieces together. So Mr. Man set Tony Khan up, fired all these guys so Tony Khan could sign all these guys, and all these guys are not happy. And and you know what? And that brings another question I need to ask you guys. What do you think about all these guys now that Triple H is in charge want to leave Tony Khan now? Well... You know, understand they they most of those leads was cut in budget situation. Mm-hmm. So you know them coming back is not 
a bad thing. It's you know not. what I mean? Um, if it was, I left because I wasn't unhappy, and you know we had that. Like CM Punk, I can never see him back in the ring. I can't see CM Punk back in AEW. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. It's just, I, I, I want to say that's the greatest comeback to be a. Uh, that, but that that I think him coming back to AEW would would be his best bet versus him trying to go to WWE. You want to know something funny? In this rick crazy world we call professional wrestling, I say never say never. That's true. <laughs> true. Very true. And fucking see if I'm gonna be, be coming back at WrestleMania next year and all to be forgiven with the world. Like say so I say never say never. But I, I have a problem with these guys signing contracts with AEW and now all of a sudden they. And I'm and I and I don't want to cite mental illness because you know I never want to see I never want to say anything wrong about that. I don't want to tip the line. But when you got somebody like a Malachi Black who was like, I need a break because I'm burnt out. I need, you know, I'm, I got my mental things going on. Mm-hmm. And then you respect it. And then you kind of see somebody like a buddy Matthew say almost the exact same thing. It's almost like, okay, so now you're using this as the way to go back to WWE. Like, because because let's be clear, you're saying I need a break from wrestling. I just need to take some time off. Okay, but then if Tony Khan gives you your release, do you end up in WWE in two months and say all is right with the world again? So it's like, I get it. If you have the mental thing, take your time, do what you need to do. But then you got now you got Malachi Black having to go on his own live and clear things up, saying that he's still with AEW. Cause I have to respect Tony Khan. He put his foot down at this point. He's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not letting all you guys go. And now you go back over there. No, right. I respect it. Like we all got on Vince for night, like not letting guys like Ali go. Like I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's like for Tony Khan, this is what we want. We want somebody who's going to sit here and now actually be able to put his foot down. Maybe this whole CM Punk elite situation made him a tougher person. Who knows? But if you let one guy go, if you let a Malachi go and you let a buddy go, now, Andrade next week says, I want to go. Now you're going to let him go, too. If he says he wants, now, if FTR goes, I want to go, too. Now you're going to let them all go. Then you're going to have nobody left. <laughs> so at right. some point, you got to, if you put your um, foot You know he got a, uh, his roster is so long, he got a lot of people left. No, I agree. you building that start. Yeah, and that's the thing. You don't want to, you don't want to have a dynamite where we have to be like, oh, snap. Like, where all these new guys come from? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you. My thing is, you got an issue with these guys, have a conversation with them, talk to them, and now figure out how you got to push them. Do something like, it's not hard to push Malachi Black. You, you, this dude nah, can show up on AEW next week and kick Moxley, and all of a sudden he's a main event contender again. Like, yeah. it's not hard, but you got to just figure out what to do, and you got to stay consistent. And I think that's Tony Khan's biggest problem, not staying right. consistent. Right. He don't. Yeah. He don't look past the. the- view in the pop he just so concerned with that and then he don't think past that yeah you can't have your world you can't have your tnt champion on tonight and then don't have him on tv for another month it doesn't make yeah. sense you have, consistent. you have this whole women's revolution thing last night but you don't have jade on tv that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like it makes no sense like why is jade not there with the rest of the women like she didn't have to come out with them but she could have came out separately like at the end of the day, you she could have came out and simply said, "Yo, this women's revolution don't start without me." There you go, statement made. I don't have to book this shit. Like, <laughs> like it's not hard. Tony to Khan might need to hire you, bro. He, he might. He <laughs> might. He might. I'm willing to work for a discounted price too. You know what I'm saying? It's not that hard. But 
it's just at the end of the day, you got to figure out how to make your talent happy. But at the same time, you got to be a boss and keep put your foot down too. Make Rampage is better. Like, stop making Rampage so like dark type. Make them, make them, make them make sense. If the wrestlers that you can't put on TV, put them on Rampage, but give them a story that works with it. It's all about the story, and that, that no matter what you want to say, it's all about the storyline, and you gotta have these great writers. And you just said you know? it, you hit it right on the head. Like Tony Khan went way too long without stories because AEW was the alternative product to what that horrible wwe was with vince in charge now that vince is out of yeah. out of business and triple h is in charge now you got to step your game up yeah yeah you know Heyman is definitely writing his ass so absolutely 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 that's what i'm saying like tony khan has a william regal there you have a you have a Tony yeah. shivani there you have you have jake the snake even on your payroll in your disposal yo get the mind listen to these guys let these guys write for you you got you got Dustin Rose there. Let these guys be your creative writers. Like, let them figure out storylines. Put it together. Let Jericho. You know what I'm saying? Jericho's storyline is like the best storyline in AEW right now. Because at the end of the day, it's gonna elevate Daniel Garcia to a higher level. So, I'm trying to remember what it was before we leave. I'm trying to remember what it was yesterday. I forgot what segment it was. And I'm like, oh, MJF. MJF yesterday elevated three wrestlers last night in his one segment alone. Um, elevated. Willa Yuta and elevated um the gun boys, the gun club, all by just being associated with him in a segment. It's not hard to do it, just <laughs> just figure it out. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I just hope that you know, I just hope that you know a year from now we can sit here and be like, yo, wrestling wrestling is hot now, but we could just sit there and yeah. be like, I would love it to go back to where both both companies are so on fire that these wrestlers want to go back and forth because right now yes. it's just like everybody want to just leave AEW and go back to triple h but we all know that this is the honeymoon phase we don't know what it'd be like six months from now so <laughs> no, i think I, I definitely think triple h is gonna maintain for a minute yeah of course definitely but then he's been all- doing he's been doing this this for too long and you see what he did with nxt nxt was nobody wanted to watch nxt nah nxt was nobody the was in charge yeah Tony AEW is is NXT 1.0. That's if true. If you really think about it, if you really <laughs> think about it, like that's all it is. But you guys got anything to close out on before we out? Yo, you already know October October 10th is going down to Barclay Monday Night Raw, man. Definitely in the building. You know, and I meant to say with that, I wouldn't even give the ex the the honor, the privilege with chairing the ring with the bloodline. I mean, I thought DX was one of the most highly overrated groups of all time. Mm. Highly overrated. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even get to the, the honor of sharing the ring with the bloodline. Yeah, but you also, remember, you also gotta remember what highly overrated wrestlers, they got highly overrated egos. So if you think that for a second Triple H won't try to integrate himself, <laughs> even if he can't do anything with the yeah. bloodline, like it the story writes itself, but at the same point at the same time, it's like I could see a situation where Triple H, where they get intimidated by the bloodline and somebody like a Kevin Owens comes out to their defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They set the seeds for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It'll probably be yeah. like the Usos. It'll probably be like the Usos and Solo versus like Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano, and like some out of the blue person like a Seth Rollins or something. 
Because you just know Seth Rollins don't like the bloodline either. So and they in New York, mm-hmm. so they do weird stuff when the shows like that happen in New York. So. Yeah. Yeah, New York be, be late. No, I, can, no, I can actually say that. Knowing that it'll probably just end up being like Drew McIntyre and like like Kevin Owens versus the whole bloodline by themselves. <laughs> nah, you got Braun, man. Braun will pop up. You already know Braun will pop up. I just want him to come back and grab Roman and just said, I'm still not finished with you yet. All day, bro. All day. <laughs> Yo, thanks. <laughs> Yo, thanks, guys, for listening to the Order to Finish Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Rels, with Don and Jay Andre. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Okay.